St. Leo 360, a 360-degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. This is your host, Greg Lindbergh. And on this particular episode, we are talking about the Doctor of Business Administration here at St. Leo University, also known as the DBA. And uh, so I have a few students who have been uh, nice enough to join me here on the podcast. And uh, so first off, I'd like to introduce Jordan Hutchison. Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. Sure. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, so I just have a few questions here about, uh, you know, how you came to St. Leo, your experience in our DBA program, uh, what you're currently doing career-wise, and maybe potential goals in the future. Sure. Um, so first off, if you could kind of just uh, introduce yourself as far as your, your background, where you're from, uh, family, whatnot. Yeah. So I'm originally from uh, Alabama, but currently live in Atlanta. And so... Uh, yeah, I found out about the DBA program from a, a good friend of mine, actually, was uh, a former business partner with uh, the former president here, Dr. Lennox. And so when I was looking all over at different programs, he told me, he's like, hey, you should take a look at this school, spoken very highly about it. And so I came down here and went on a visit and everything was great ever since then. And it kind of really narrowed down my decision making. Wow. Interesting. It is a small world out there. It's funny how those connections kind of come full circle. Very small. And uh, talk to me about your previous education. Where did you go before St. Leo? Yeah. So I actually played against St. Leo in my undergrad. I played basketball at the University of Montevallo, which is in a Division II school in Birmingham, Alabama. Hmm. And then after there, I went to uh, the University of Alabama, which most people know for the, the great football team. And so I taught personal finance there while I did my graduate work and actually tutored the football team. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Many good stories from those days. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> cool. And then, uh, so you said you did actually visit the campus here at St. Leo uh, before actually enrolling then? I did. And so it was actually like perfect weather the, the time I came down and it was, I think it was actually like freezing in Atlanta at that time. And so having the, just the beautiful weather and it warmer, it was like, I, this would be a great place to visit every so often for class. I can't complain. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Then what, uh, what did you actually major in for your undergrad? Yeah. So my undergrad was psychology. And uh, then at my, my master's at Alabama was financial planning. Oh, I see. And uh, have you always kind of had a, a business interest, uh, so to speak, would you say? Yeah, so just from what I currently work in, the business side of things, and especially the business management piece of it, management was always an interest of mine, just how that works with people, and then you know even more narrow if you look at the organizational behavior side. Right, I see. And then uh, when did you actually enroll with us here in the DBA program? So I am coming to the end of my second year, so it will be uh, almost two years ago is when I started and it was a uh, it was an exciting time for sure to way to start the year off definitely yeah and in general terms can you talk about your experience in the program and how it's how it's been for you so the program has actually been great I always tell people that I've learned so much because we do so much on the statistical side that 
just working in finance, having that, you know, just refreshment and also even more in depth on the, you know, the data analysis and statistics. That's the way so many things in the industry are going towards that. It's just great to have that ability. But uh, all my professors have been so helpful being able to reach out, even though it's online, they've been so interactive. And of course, you know, working with my cohort, I've created a pretty tight bond with a few of us. We've teamed up and we know where each other live and what part of the city. And actually one of them lives in Atlanta with me and not too far away. He lives in Marietta. And so we, you know, kind of have the traditional side where we'll go over and do our homework together, different things like that, just to keep us focused because it's, it's not an easy process, but we both enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah. So even though this is a, you know, primarily an online program with occasional, you know, colloquiums and whatnot for students. It's, sure. It is interesting that you have someone, you know, face to face you can really work with and, and support each other. I always recommend that piece to people whenever they're starting. Like currently we're in the colloquium right now and some of the, the newer uh, cohorts are coming through. And I tell them, I said, you know, network, meet some people that you get along with well that will hold you accountable, but also push you because sometimes life happens and it gets hard because it's it's definitely a tough program. But I mean, it's a doctoral program. What do you expect? And so that's, it would, you wouldn't feel like you earned it if it was something that everybody could get. And it was so easy. So definitely make those relationships. It makes it even more beneficial. Right. Right. Let's talk about specific classes and and faculty members within the DBA program. What, uh, what has stood out to you in this program in terms of those two areas? Yeah. So going in, I uh, always had the interest on the organizational behavior side. And actually, Dr. Mack, she has been a great professor for me. Just she was actually my hardest one. She was actually the one that gave me the lowest grade <laughs> in the program so far. Right. But uh, I've she's probably been my like favorite professor so far because of the few classes I've had with her. She's been so helpful just with spending time. I mean, I remember vaguely that uh, – most people would say like, you know, professors aren't going to spend that much time with you. Well, it's not the same here. Whereas she spent a whole day Saturday. I think I probably talked to her two two hours on a Saturday, just about statistical research, trying to get mine narrowed down. And you can't, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better, uh, you know, professor to student relationship. Cause that, you know, most people don't want to spend their Saturday sitting talking about statistical <laughs> research, of course. <laughs> right. Right. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, any specific classes, projects, uh, you know, collaborations with other students stood out to you? I'll say uh, in the most recent one, we were in a strategic decision-making and strategic planning class, and uh, the professor let us pick any company we wanted. And so, of course, the guy that uh, I was paired up with, he actually used to be the tennis coach at Florida State many years ago before going into the business world. And so, of course, he's a big sports fan. And so we were looking at the different uh, companies, couldn't make our decision on something we enjoyed, but we actually ended up choosing the NFL. And hmm. so that was uh, with, you know, just all the different things going on in the sports world. They have the collective bargaining agreement. It was just fun to actually do a strategic plan for the NFL, considering we look at it and play, watch the sport all the time, but it was different to look at it from a business side. So that I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, very cool project yeah yeah and to just have that flexibility of choosing any company that's that's pretty neat yeah 
As far as the online format, I know there are obviously some challenges to an online program versus being in a classroom where you have that instructor that you can really look at and make eye contact with, just go up and talk to Talk to me about your strategies as far as how you, how you approach an online program and how you've been successful in it. Yeah, I'm even though I'm probably would fall into as one of the younger ones in the in the program, I prefer the the traditional, at least I thought I did, just because I liked that human interaction, but the online really has been a good experience. And something that like I, what I was speaking to earlier is just developing those relationships with your classmates has been huge because you know now we can text and call and you can do a google hangout however you want to talk to kind of see each other to hash out an idea or to work together those have all been so helpful to the whole online class format and so many of the professors are i mean you you have the full professors in there speaking today talking about here's my cell phone number text me whenever you have a question and just having that access has made the online experience so much better than what you would assume that you're like watching a video and then you're kind of stuck there reading a book or watching a video, which would sound miserable, but you actually have a good bit of interaction with them. Right. I see. <clears throat> so you say you would feel, you'd say you felt very connected to your, your professors and classmates. For sure. Nice. Yeah. What kind of advice would you give uh, to someone considering a, a doctoral program, maybe specifically a DBA program like this one? I'll tell you the the joke I always make people when they ask me because I work in finance and they're like, Jordan, when when in the world do you have time to do this? Because it seems very time consuming and it is. But I always tell people, don't do it for the vanity of it. Yeah, it's it's going to be amazing whenever I can say, hey, you know, I have a doctor in front of my name. But I always recommend that, you know, if, if you're passionate about it, find a professor or a program that has that department or a professor that's researched that and is, has that amount of interest in it. Definitely getting to meet some of those professors and what their interests were on that visit really made me feel comfortable that what I was wanting to do and wanting to go on that journey really uh, connected with them. Right. I see. And then can you speak to how, how, how would you say this program has benefited your career and, and specifically the work that you do now and perhaps even in the future? Yeah. So I work in an interesting uh area i work in behavioral finance and behavioral economics which is it's just now become an actual thing it's more or less you're looking at the financial world and investing from a psychology lens so it's blending those two things together and uh it's a lot of it it was just heavy research based and so now it's becoming more of applied and so with the program it's really taught me a lot of how can i look at what the academics are researching and what people are truly getting into the weeds are from an academic level and how do I actually apply that into a real business setting and so it's been extremely impactful and of course like the statistical side I said that's that the way the industry with data analytics is going and no matter what role you play and what company it's going to become more and more important so having those 12 plus hours of statistical research is just very impactful for my job right and uh, as far as career goals, are there certain goals, you know, once you complete the DBA, maybe have a little more time to, to work on some other things or whatnot, what uh, what kind of goals do you have? 
Yeah, when, when I have a little bit more time, I, I do have a 11 month old right now running around the house. So, oh, wow. uh, if it wasn't for my wife, definitely being very supportive with all this, I couldn't do it. I'll I always uh, say that she'll probably earn three fourths of this doctorate because she gives me, allows me the time to work on it. But uh, definitely one of the goals is I do want to teach at some capacity, probably be an adjunct professor, maybe, or. Uh, definitely take that later in the career to be a full-time professor or instructor. But uh, my next step would be really to just understand that research side that I've learned and how to apply it working in the behavioral finance world. I see. Very nice. And I'm curious, did you kind of always envision yourself getting a a doctoral degree, you know, thinking back or how has that kind of played out? So that was uh, an idea that one of my uh, the, like dreams that I always wanted just because I've found out that I had a passion for the learning and teaching and motivating people. And so it wasn't a young idea that I had. It was definitely something that I toyed with for many years working in the financial world and talked to a couple friends that had PhDs that were working in you know their industry or what. And uh, finding the DBA program was actually just a great thing because I didn't have to leave my job. I loved what I was doing in finance, but didn't want to have to quit everything and go get a PhD and spend five years, you know, doing research and, you know, working at a university and just have to give up a career that I've been working at for 10 plus years. And so it hadn't been an idea until I uh, found the DBA structure. And so I've been very lucky and blessed to, to find it. Right. And I'm also curious how, how meaningful do you think it'll be once you do collect that diploma, you know, complete the DBA program to be able to have DBA after your name and and have that on your resume. I think it'll be definitely impactful. That was what one of the professors was talking about today, that the percentage of people that have doctorate degrees is is extremely, extremely small. I think she was saying something like 1% of people actually complete a doctoral program. And so uh, I think it'll be very impactful for my career. And it, you know, just as a personal achievement, I think it's going to be be huge. I've already talked to people in my cohort and my wife about we're going to take a nice long trip after this. But uh, <laughs> definitely, I think it'll be a great just just to have that on your resume is impressive that you went through that journey and that you've been given skills on just to research and how to apply academic research. I think that that could be impactful in so many industries. Very nice. Yeah, very well said. All right. So again, we've been speaking with Jordan Hutchison, uh, who is a student in our DBA program. And Jordan, I'd like to thank you for joining us here on the St. Leo 360 podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All righty. All right. So next up here on the St. Leo 360 podcast and uh, continuing with our DBA students, we now have Marilyn Ponder. Marilyn, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. No worries. Uh, so first off, Marilyn, can you just uh, talk about your, your background and, and kind of where you came from? Um, sure. So currently I work as an ophthalmic practice administrator, um, and that is probably just a long, fancy term for um, an administrator who just... Um, manages all facets of the business of a medical practice, specifically ophthalmology and optometry. Um, I have a master's in management, and I got that from Shorter University um, from Rome, but I attended a satellite campus in Atlanta. 
Um, and then I ended up here at St. Leo because my best friend is also um, an alumni of St. Leo. And um, in looking into DBA programs originally, I was living in Texas um, and I thought I wanted to uh, choose a program that you know was religious based as we spoke before that was kind of important to me which is why I chose Shorter University Um, and St. Leo just aligned with that not because I'm Catholic but I just prefer schools who have religious bases because then we can talk about religion in the coursework and and um, no one feels uncomfortable and so it just seemed to be a perfect fit for me at the time then I ended up moving to Atlanta and of course we have an Atlanta campus there and um, so it just all worked out. Oh, wow, very interesting. And uh, so when did you actually first enroll in the program? Um, so I started the DBA program, wow, um, when is this, 2019? So 2017. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it was, I guess, spring 2017. Right. And did you did you consider other programs? Did you, I mean, was St. Leo pretty much, a, you know, the, the one that you wanted to settle on? Yeah, it was... It was pretty much, I mean, I guess I initially I thought about applying at other places, but honestly, um, St. Leo was it for me, um, again, because, you know, I know some St. Leo alumni, but because of the faith-based and because it's military-friendly, and I'm prior military, and my friend who um, graduated from St. Leo is also, um, I'm going to say prior military because I just flew in from D.C. where he uh, retired on yesterday, and we did his retirement ceremony out in Washington. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. very nice. And so let's talk about uh, the program and your experience. Sure, talk sure. to me about uh, any specific professors or classes or projects that you've done that have really stood out to you. I would say um, the program, you know, it's it's built to get you to the dissertation process. It's uh, like building blocks. And so particular professors, Dr. Gold, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him. He's kind of the anchor, it seems, of everything um, because he's a wonderful resource. Um, I've met many professors, Dr. Um, Wiseman, because he explains SPSS and statistics in a way that, I, you know, no one else has ever been able to explain. And I can actually understand it <laughs> and feel confident that I can do it, you know, when yeah. he's not in the room. Um And then recently when I did my teaching practicum, I was a teaching assistant in an HR class at the Atlanta campus. Um, And it turns out that's how I ended up meeting my chair, Dr. Hawkins. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I see. And uh, let's talk about the the online format of a program. I know sometimes an online program can be challenging, especially to someone who has never done online coursework before talk to me about how you approach the online program and maybe if you have tips and tricks for those out there listening who might be considering an online but just have a little hesitation there yeah so i think you summarized that awesomely like it can be a little intimidating at first i had never participated in an online program um, because undergrad and grad school um, for my master's were all on ground so i went to class every night and and so this was a little bit different and i would say um, the key to being successful is um, 
you have to, you know, just have some self-discipline and good time management skills um, because, you know, you can probably have the tendency to put things off because you're not actually in a classroom. Um, but the coursework is a bit heavy, and so doing so um, is not conducive to being successful, I would say. And um, But the online experience has been great. I mean, initially, you know, you have your... Um, your board discussions, and you can chat with your cohort members um, uh, via the board discussion, and you can have really lively discussions there um, as if you were, you know, face-to-face. So that, you know, initially doing all those board discussions every week, that's kind of what gets you comfortable um, with working um, in the online uh, arena. And then, like I said, I did a teaching practicum, um, and, you know, they actually teach us to teach in the online arena. So then I got to see the other side of it from the professor's perspective. And I, you know, I just have a a newfound respect for that because you have to um, use different skills to engage students in an online arena um, and not just take it for granted that they, you know, are following along. And so you have to be able to engage them when they're not physically in front of you. Um, But it can be very rewarding and, um, you know, and you can get, through, you know, you can get through it, but you definitely have to have some good time management skills. Right. Very well said. I know some students talk about, you know, the, the connections to other students, mm-hmm. to fellow students within <laughs> yeah. the program. Yeah. Talk to me about maybe any friendships, relationships, any connections that you've made, yeah. you know, with your fellow classmates in this program. I, I liken it to having a battle buddy. Like when I was going through basic training, um, you, you're kind of in the trenches uh, with your cohort members and you go through just the ebb and flows of the different courseworks and um, courses that may have um, been not as challenging for you may have really challenged um, you know your cohort member and then you can give them support. And then the next class, they're able to give you support because maybe they're stronger in that particular area. And so you learn to... Um, reach out to them um, and ask for guidance and help and encouragement and sometimes it's not even the co- the coursework you just need to you know give you know pat each other on the back and say you know we're going to get through this we're going to get through this um, specifically for me my cohort we started a text messaging group and um, we kept in touch, especially around time for comprehensive exams. Um, we were just a big cheerleading squad for each other at that point. And, um, you know, just when you're trying to put together a topic and um, initially it's a little overwhelming. But again, just, you know, having those cohort members that you can, you know, email or text or call even. Um, and the group, the you know, the, the DBA program did a good job in having us often do group projects, which does team building. Um, and then you learn the strengths of your coworker, I mean, of your cohort members. And then um, you know who to reach out to for certain things. And after a while, it just becomes, you know, second nature, like re- reaching out to your professor. And so I can honestly say, especially through the comprehensive exams, had it not been for my cohort members, um, mentally, it would probably have been too much. But we just provide a good emotional support for each other. And so it's you know, a very good format that they, you know, they have, especially with the online arena, to be able to have those cohort members to kind of help you along the way. Right. And very well said. And (laughs) that support, I'm sure, is so helpful in such a rigorous curriculum. (laughs) It is. Definitely. (laughs) 
And then as far as the faculty, the professors mm -hmm. go, talk to me about how available they are to the students, how connected you feel to them. Yeah, so, I mean, I know they're not our cohort members, but there is not um, a professor past or present that um, you can't reach out to. And so, especially when you're in, you know, in their class, they're always available. There are no office hours per se. Um, you know, they're people just like we are and they've been through it and they typically understand. Um, and so all of the professors have been great and that has, you know, helped tremendously with feeling confident that you can get through the program um, is because you, you have their support. And even still, um, if you have a professor that you connect to um later on in the program you can always go back to that professor shoot them an email and they always respond like that's the greatest thing um, you know I would reach out to Dr. Wiseman and I, I plan to do so when I get to uh, chapter four <laughs> of my dissertation um, um, but he's available and always willing to help and um, you know all of the professors have been great that way and you know you can't say that about um, everyone but all of the professors have been very you know just grounded in an understanding that we are people um, just, you know, trying to get through this educational process. And it seems that they really love what they do. And so they don't mind sharing. And so their availability and willingness to help um, has definitely made this process um, a lot easier. Dr. Gold is like a cheerleader for us. Every time we come to these um, events, um, when we had our residencies, he's always there, you know, giving very simplistic advice, you know, um, don't overthink it, you know, it, you know, this topic better than anyone. You're here to teach us about this topic um, and listen to your chair, you know, just very basic things. And so just reminding us that, you know, don't overthink the process, you can get this done. And so you know, it's great to hear that from him. Um, and I just met Dr. Mancini, but um, he was literally just in my last um, workshop there giving the same advice. And so it's just really great to have that from them. Right. Very nice. And uh, let's let's talk about uh, advice. What kind of advice would you give to a prospective student considering a doctoral program, specifically like a DBA program here? Wow. Um I would say it's a commitment. Um, you can't go into it thinking that you can um, kind of skate your way through the coursework and just get to the dissertation. It is definitely a commitment. Um, so you have to make sure that you really want to do it and know why you want to do it because there are going to be some times um, that you're going to look at yourself and say, do I really want this? <laughs> um, and so, you know, for me, I, you know, did a pros and a cons list before I got started. And then I just kept that on my whiteboard. Um, and whenever there were challenges along the way, I would look up at my whiteboard to remember um, what drove me to, uh, to have the desire to want to attain this degree. Um, the second thing would be is once you've made the decision to, to commit to the program is that, Time management, you know, I cannot stress that enough because, you know, it's an online environment. Um, most of us are working professionals, so we have um, jobs, um, full-time jobs, and so you have to balance that, and you still have to give your, your coursework the time and attention that it deserves, and you have to be able to balance it because playing catch-up um, with this course load, 
not going to happen. And so <laughs> so I would yeah. say, you know, make sure, you know, just a commitment to to the program and um, good time management skills. And, and then the last piece would be work-life balance, basically, understanding that, you know, you have to be able to tune in and tune out and not take yourself too seriously, right? So it, it just really helps to stay grounded um, so that you can relax. You know, have if you need to curl up in a corner and read a book sometimes that's not academic, then you need to be able to do that mm-hmm. and not feel pressure. Whatever it is that you do um, that helps you relax, you need to, you know, remember to do that so that you don't get so wound up. Um, but it's a great journey. I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, and hopefully uh, next year sometime I'll, I'll, I'll be graduating. And so, <laughs> and so um, I definitely wouldn't trade it. It's, it's definitely challenged me in areas that, um, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, you kind of look at your strengths and your weaknesses and you quickly learn to um, realize not say, I won't necessarily say weaknesses, opportunities to improve is what <laughs> I would call them. And you quickly figure out what those things are and you start to build those muscles to make those things your strengths as well. This program has been great at helping me with that. Yeah, that's very well said. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, you know, obviously a student that enrolls in a degree program, mm-hmm. the, the ultimate result of that is to have the skills, the knowledge to be able to better themselves, to advance, to apply what they learn in that program into, you know, a professional career. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you speak Can you speak to specifically how this, this DBA program, how you've been able to apply anything specifically to what you currently do? Absolutely. And I think um, because of this particular um, discipline aligns so well to what I do in my professional life that literally I could take the concepts that we um, discussed in class and I could take them to work and put them to use. And so when you're trying to understand, you know, the theories that you have to understand to, you know, write papers or build your dissertation, um, it helps if you can go to work and, you know, put those theories into practice. Um, for me specifically, um, I focus on leadership and management, specifically for my dissertation, emotional intelligence and leadership style. And so what that allows me to do is, you know, gather all of this knowledge about those things that mean so much to me. And then when I go back to work, I can um, impart that on my management team because my goal every day when I walk in that door is to give them the tools they need to be successful and make them better managers. Because if they're better managers, their subordinates um, perform better and it just uh, produces a more... um, positive work environment. And so I always strive to just impart knowledge into my managers. But because now I understand the theory behind why I want them to be better managers and how they can improve their leadership styles and um, deal with their subordinates better, um, it just ties into everything that I learn um, through this DBA program. And so ultimately my goal is to, um, you know, because I love ophthalmology, it's what I've done for 25 plus years. You know, I want to, um, do some consulting in the field of ophthalmology, um, and just, you know, teaching other practices how to better develop their managers. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that out of my dissertation, I can, um, gather enough information to, to understand, help them understand the investment in, uh, 
you know, investing more in their leadership teams uh, in terms of better developing developing their leadership styles in terms of emotional intelligence. Um, And then, you know, at some point, maybe, you know, teaching a little bit. But ultimately, for me, I just want to pour into other people. So getting this degree, although it will be um, a great success for me, honestly, I did it because I want to help make other people better. Hmm. It's a very, very honest answer. And yeah. It sounds like it's so meaningful to you. Yeah, definitely. And kind of on that note, I'm curious, you know, when, when you do collect your diploma and graduate mm-hmm. from St. Leo University, mm-hmm. having DBA, those initials after your name, how meaningful do you think is, is that going to be to you? I mean, definitely very, very meaningful. Um, just all the hard work that goes into it and probably less than, you know, I would be in in what Dr. Hawkins calls the one percent. You know, oftentimes when we think of the one percent, we think of, you know, uh, finances. But um, in her definition, only you know, there's one percent of the population who've actually um, went after and actually completed a doctoral degree. And so at that point, I'll consider myself in the one percent. Does it make me a different person? No, um, but it says that you know, to everyone else that I am dedicated to what I do and I take it seriously. And because of that, maybe they'll take me seriously and so that I can do what I love, which is, um, you know, working with managers and leaders to be better um, so that they can uh, uh, produce healthier, happier, more productive work environments. And that is ultimately the goal for me. Nice. Those are definitely wise words and, and very well said. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate your time, Marilyn, you. uh, for joining it. me here on the podcast and, and taking some time out uh, from your colloquium. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Sure. You're very welcome. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877 622 2009 or visit stleo.edu.